Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday, August the 10th. 10th? I believe it is. Okay, we'll call it August the 10th. Uh, Tuesday morning, August the 10th version of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we are once again delighted uh, to have you aboard. Now, uh, those of you who are expecting uh, us to have J.B. Hickson on, Dr. J.B. Hickson on this morning, uh, we're sorry to disappoint you. Uh, however, uh, we would like you to be in prayer for Dr. J.B. Hickson and his family. Uh, they lost uh, uh, J.B.'s mother-in-law uh, last week, early last week, and uh, they are in the middle of uh, some grieving process. And uh, so we ask you to be in prayer for for JB and his family during this difficult time. Um, although as Christians, we do know also that it's it's also, uh, although we grieve for those that lost, that, are lost, that we've lost, uh, that that it's also a time of victory uh, for, for born again Christians and and uh, that would apply in his mother-in-law's case. So we, we, we actually praise the Lord for, for what he's done in Lucy Beth's life. So, um, we are going to press on this morning and uh, pastor is going to give us a good lesson. And uh, we've decided to continue on in Galatians, correct, pastor? That's correct. We'll be in Galatians chapter three, beginning with verse seven. Sounds great. Uh, also, one other side note before we get started. Let's do it. Uh, we, we, would, uh, we, we are heard uh, in all... 48 contiguous states. We've got 43 on record as, as having tuned in and 24 in countries. Uh, and we, we want to take the time right now to, to praise the Lord for that. Um, uh, we, we really didn't expect that wide a dissemination uh, at this point in our, in our podcast history, but uh, we are thankful for that. And uh, we, we've added a couple of countries recently that we'd like to recognize. Uh, uh, we added uh, just in, within the last two weeks, Iran yeah. and the Netherlands. And, and we would, uh, we want to tell you uh, out in our Iran and the Netherlands, welcome aboard. We are thrilled to have you. We're so thankful that you're listening and we hope that you're being blessed and uh, not entertained as much as educated as to what the truth of the gospel and, and truly edified. is. And edified and built up yeah. uh, as to what the gospel message truly is all about. Uh, so we are really thankful that you're with us, and we hope that you'll continue to listen. And with that being said, I'm passing the microphone over to Pastor for our continuing series on Galatians. Pastor. Okay, thank you, Curtis. Um, we, once again, I welcome my wife to our podcast. She doesn't yeah. say much. Uh, at least on the podcast. And anyway, she's a she's an avid Bible student, and uh, I married very well, I want you to know. Okay, uh, Galatians chapter 3. Just by way of review, uh, here's what the book of Galatians is all about. Uh, Paul mentioned it in, the, in chapter 1. Uh, he was grieved that uh, after he had been to the churches in Galatia and was now uh, not there, but he wrote them a letter, and he said he heard that they'd been uh, that uh, there were some that would trouble uh, 
um, trouble the believers and the, and the churches with another gospel mm -hmm. and not the true gospel. I got to understand the emphasis in Galatians is the gospel, the real gospel. And we see the word 12 times uh, in six chapters. And, uh, and by the way, um, uh, the, the, the word spirit, referring to the Holy Spirit, um, is, uh, uh, appears 17 times. And th so Paul is addressing the problem. And uh, he addressed it, addresses it in chapter 1 and in chapter 2. And then we got into chapter 3. And he's going to get to the crux of the matter. Here's what the whole problem was. And we're, we, were, we got as far as uh, verse 6, our last study, uh, which read this, even as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. And Paul is emphasizing the fact that righteousness comes by faith. Abraham believed God. By the way, Abraham didn't obey the law of God. You know why? Well, we're going to get to that. There was no law yet. <laughs> and so people got saved as they always do, as they are being saved now and if we have tomorrow and people will get saved they'll get saved by grace through faith without the works of the law and when we say the law it was the law uh, given to the jewish nation through moses and we'll find that in in the first five books of the old testament and particularly in in leviticus and deuteronomy uh, so, um, and so this book was, the uh, Galatians was written because people were being told that they, that they had to be saved by faith and keeping of the law. And folks, the law does not save anybody. And we're going to go into that now as we uh, start our study today in Galatians chapter 3, verse 7. Paul writes this, know ye therefore, he said, he's saying, are you taking notes? Write this down. Uh, remember this, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Wow. We are the children of Abraham. Why? Because Abraham was the one who brought belief to the table. For righteousness. He said, uh, the same are the children of Abraham. By the way, when it says Abraham believed God and it was accounted him to righteousness, this was said four times in the New Testament. God wants us to know that, that righteousness comes through faith and not the law. And, and if you want the other references, here it is in Galatians uh, 3, 6, but then it says the same thing in Romans 4, verse 3, uh, James chapter 2, verse 23, uh, and by the way, Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. So let's go to verse 8 now, and it says, And the scripture foreseeing, you see there's a prophetic um, application here. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham. You mean the gospel, the good news 
of grace by faith is as old as Abraham Yowzer. He said he preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. Now, why did he say that? Because Abraham was the first person in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. And you will find that in Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 16. It starts with Abraham begat so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And and it gets all the way down to to, uh, uh, Mary. All, All these people were related to Abraham, who was the first Jew. In fact, first time progenitor of the Jewish race. That's right. He's the progenitor of the Jewish race. And Jesus was born a Jew. He was born to a Jewish woman, uh, and she was conceived of the seed of the Holy Spirit. And so the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. And then it says in verse 9, So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Wow. Verse 10 says, For as many as are of the works of the law. Now here we begin to treat us on the law. What was the law? When did it show up? What does it do? What doesn't it do? It's all in the next few verses here. And so follow us closely. It says, For as many as are uh, of the works of the law, are under the curse. Why would they be cursed? It says, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. And I've got to tell you that there's no human being, past or present, that has ever or can ever obey all the tenets of the law of Moses. But what about the Pope? The Pope ain't, ain't he perfect? The Pope is a human being. He is not a god. He is not a perfect man. The Pope, the Pope uh, has to be saved just like anybody else if he is. But if he's adding things, as the Roman Catholic Church does, then I wonder about his salvation. And in fact, in fact, I really don't wonder about it so much. Yeah, me either. That's right. By the way, Peter was not the first pope of the church. Peter had so many faults, it was ridiculous. In fact, we're going to see one of them later on in this book of Galatians, how how Paul had to confront him with a a sin. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry I brought up the pope. (laughs) (laughs) You are not either. No, I'm not. Okay, (laughs) okay. So then, uh, cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. If you're trusting in in your works, Uh, of the law, then you're lost. You're cursed. And then verse 11. You might want to underline this in your Bible. Or if if Sharon says she's got hers (laughs) underlined. It says, but that no man, let me repeat that, but that no man is justified or considered just or righteous in the sight of God, No man is justified by the law in the sight of God. And it says, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. And here's the whole crux of the matter. 
and the problem which was going on in the Galatian churches. And this is what Paul is addressing. And from this point on in chapter three, it's going to be about the law versus faith. And, and it says this, uh, let me repeat verse 11 again, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It's evident for the just shall live by faith. Hey, fast forward to verse 21, just chapter three. It says, uh, is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness would have, should have been by the law. The just shall live by faith. And in verse 12, it says, and the law is not of faith. What? But that man that doeth them shall live in them. But you can't, folks. Then it says in verse, thing, verse 13, now remember, if you're under the law, you're under a curse. Verse 13 says, Christ hath redeemed us. Word redeemed means bought us back purchased us, paid the full price. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. You know, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 23, uh, unbelievers were told to be hung on a tree. Yeah. See, this whole book from Genesis 1 through Revelation 22 is about salvation by grace through Jesus Christ. It is, folks. When you're reading your Bible, look for Jesus on every page because every he's page. certainly going to show up somewhere. If not by name, by, um, by prophecy. Okay. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That, and see, here's a purpose word. Well, why is it that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ? Abraham was a Jew. Mm -hmm. And how was he saved? By keeping the law? And we'll emphasize that in another verse. Uh, so stay with us. He said that he, we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. One of these days, we're going to do a full study on the Holy Spirit. We're going to go to Romans chapter 8, and we're going to read about the, the, the 19 times that the Holy Spirit is mentioned in just Romans chapter 8 alone. We did do a podcast on, on pneumatology. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Sure. We should to do it again. We should. Okay. <laughs> then he says this, brethren, and he's, and he's talking to the saved at Galatia. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be uh, uh, a man's covenant. Yet, if it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or addeth to it. And so there's a covenant. And Abraham made a covenant with God and God with Abraham that the, that, that the just would live by faith. They would become righteous by believing God. Now it says here in verse 16, now to Abraham and his seed. Now, isn't that interesting? Jesus is in the bloodline mm -hmm. of Abraham, mm -hmm. not of Joseph, because Joseph wasn't the father of, no. of Jesus Christ. God was. Mm -hmm. But Mary was in the bloodline 
of Abraham. She was a true Jew. And it says, now to Abraham and his seed, the promise were the promises made. He saith not, and to seeds of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So now we're not considered Jews. No. And the Jews, the moment they get saved, they still have the, uh, the genetic propensity, but now they're not considered Jews. They're considered seed of Abraham, which is all of the saved. And he says, and this I say in verse 17, and this I say that, that the covenant, now listen to this. This rang a bell in my mind. I mean, I'm thinking, wow, think about this, Dick. And I did, yeah. and I do. <laughs> and it says, this I say that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, Wait a minute. The covenant made to Abraham, the faith covenant of Abraham, that Abraham would believe God and it was counted him to righteousness and that all of the seed of Abraham who were, who were people of faith in God through Jesus Christ, they get that promise. But it didn't come by the law because that the law came 430 years later. Well, then why did the law come? To convict us of sin. Why did you get ahead of me on that, Curtis? Well, you asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't he ask? I asked. Folks. Uh, okay. Help me out here. So for if the inheritance be of the law, there's that word again. If the inheritance, what? Inheritance, is, our inheritance is eternal life through faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, plus or minus nothing, and that included the law. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. And then Paul asks this really interesting question, which probably in your hearts you've been asking this question or maybe even said it out loud well then why why the law yeah why yeah wherefore then serveth the law there you are getting ahead of me again oh that's right i asked okay <laughs> again yeah. yeah you know he was raised by me <laughs> I'm sure nobody can tell. Yeah, don't hold that against him. That's right. Wherefore then serveth the law. It was added. Added to what? It was added till the seed. Because, because of transgressions. Transgression. Oh. Oh, you mean our transgressions caused the law? To be created. Yeah. Exactly. Therefore, it exists to convict us of our sin. That's right. That's right. Here again, you're getting ahead of me, but I like that. Okay. <laughs> it was added because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And that seed, by the way, folks, is the seed of Abraham, which is Jesus Christ the righteous. 
and it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Uh, we're not going to do a study of angels today, but one day we might. We did. We did. We did a study. We did a, some months ago about you angel look, You can look back in our sure. podcast history and find yeah. it. Now, a mediator. Our word for that is referee, kind of, isn't it? Sort of. Uh, let's say so. Yeah, yeah kind of like a referee or an umpire. A what? A reconciler. A reconciler. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you, Sharon. Quit getting ahead of me. <laughs> she does it too. Yeah, she does it too. And I'm glad for it. Now, a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. So who's the mediator of the new covenant? It's not Paul. It's not Peter. It's not you. It's not me. It's not Pastor Jones. It's not Father Anderson. It's, it's No, it's God. He's the one that's the referee. He's the one, he's, he's the ref, referee and the reconciler. And then he says in verse 21, it is the, is the law then against the promises of God? No, 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 it's the word of God. Is the law against the, by the way, I'm not saying this so that, so that you can just put the law in the background, forget about the law. No, no, we're going to see that you have to remember the law. Okay. Is the law again against, is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. And we're going to see in the next verses, it doesn't come by the law. Okay. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin. Romans 3.23 just says it about as plain as you can say it. For all of sin to come short of the glory of God. Yeah. Also, when you see in that same chapter, there's none righteous, no, not one. Yeah. Righteousness comes by faith. Mm -hmm. And until you believe, you're not considered righteous. Abraham wasn't righteous until he believed God. Mm -hmm. And then it was considered to him for righteousness. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin that, and here's the purpose word again, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that keep the law? Believe. Believe. And, yeah, and keep the law. No, that's not, it's no, not included. No, because nobody can. Nobody is capable of that. In fact, those who live by the law are living under a curse right. that the law brings. Does that mean that the law was bad? No, no, the law was good. And here's why, and, and we're going to get to it. It says, uh, it says in verse 23, but before faith came, aha, uh aha, -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. There, the law put a fence around us. <laughs> Boy, that sounds familiar as to what's happening today. Yeah, yeah, it does sound, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. You know that there are laws being made in our country today yeah. that did not go through Congress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Understand I got, that, I've people. I've got one thing to say to, to that. 
Yeah. And that is something a cartoon character once said many years ago. What did he say? You know what? You know what? Oh, dear <laughs> Curtis. Cheaters the, never will. <laughs> cheaters never will. That's right. That's Boo. from a movie. Boo. <laughs> Brother. Okay, so now, now, so you're still asking, well, what in the world, what, what in the world is the law all about? What in the world was it for? And here's your answer, Curtis, that you, that you gave earlier. Wherefore, this is verse 24, verse 24, chapter three, it said, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster. The law teaches us something uh, that that's that's so awesome it is hard for us even to imagine as human beings the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto christ isn't that something yeah it's, it's amazing and by the way let's let's just say something i said it last time i'm going to say it again uh, do not accuse me of being anti-Semitic. I was taught by my mom and dad to love the Jews because they are God's elect nation. The book of Isaiah says it very plainly that Israel is God's elect nation. But you know what? When he says all of sin and come short of the glory of God, he was including the Jews. Mm -hmm. Now, when the Jews get saved, they are still Jews genetically, but now they become the seed of Abraham, who was saved before the law. And everybody of faith before the law was saved without the law. But things were getting so bad in God's elect nation that he gave the law to Moses and said, here's it is. Here it is. Here, here's righteousness. I got to take the microphone off the table when you start pounding. Okay. When I... <laughs> <laughs> the law was our schoolmaster. 430 years after Abraham was saved by faith. Yeah. It was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. Now, do you think you can quote the Ten Commandments, Curtis, right off the top of your head? Mm, no. 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 Um, well, we, 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 let's, I mean, let's. I could come close. Let's, 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 yeah, I know it. Okay. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Okay. That's one. The only ones I probably wouldn't quote out loud are the ones that I've committed. <laughs> thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Uh, thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not. There are a whole lot of th thou shalt nots there. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so even the Ten Commandments, and especially the Ten Commandments, <laughs> down the drain with regard to justification. Yeah. You can't keep them. No. no one ever has. And if you say you have, you've broken the one that says thou shalt not lie. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? See what I'm getting at? Now, now, you know who's telling you this? an imperfect human being now my wife said amen to that yeah she she's vouching she's vouching for that she's, she's got a 41 year experience i am not perfect i am not uh, uh promoting myself as being above anybody 
Nobody. So, and and why do I say that? Because God's not a respecter of persons. He just isn't. Okay. It says this. Um, he, he, the, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Now, and that's the whole purpose of the law. And then it says in verse 25, but after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. So folks, get out from under the law. Get out from under works-based salvation and get under grace by faith. Graduate from the law. Graduate from the law. There's a good one, Curtis. Well, that's what it says there. But after that, faith has come. Yep. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. We're not in school anymore. School's out, baby. And sometimes some of us need to go back well, and yeah, remember yeah, what we learned. Yeah, okay. It says, and then it says in verse 26, for ye, and he's talking to these Galatians who have been falling for a false gospel. What he's talking about in chapter three is that another gospel that he talked about in chapter one and that there wasn't another gospel. He talked about that in chapter one and now he's defining what that other gospel was. People thought that you had to keep the law uh, they, they were being taught that by Judaizers, mm -hmm. by Jewish hotshots, that they had to keep the law or they weren't saved. So I think having said that, yeah. we're going to take a little break and we'll be back in. Stay just... tuned. We'll be back shortly. Shortly. No, don't call me shortly. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. All right. Oh.